Okay, another one for you. Mm-hmm. Is cereal a soup? No. Why not? Because you chew it, you ch- you crunch, you chew. Yeah, but sometimes you can get little croutons in a soup and you crunch them, or you can have like veg, potatoes in a soup. Yeah, but it's kind of like um, like it's soft. Like okay, okay, I will bring you a bowl of soup. If I say you cannot chew on anything, you can just like slurp. And mm-hmm. you have to swallow all the bits. You you'd be fine. You probably you'd be a little bit like mm, I wish I could chew a bit, but you'd be fine. If I gave you a bowl of cereal, it would scratch your throat so much you would like die. <laughs> you would not be able to do it without chewing. I'm right. Mm. You would not be able to do it. Yeah, but if you had, I'm going to pass you the crunchy. Yeah, but if you had cocoa cups, what? The- <laughs> this is not cocoa. If cups. I had what? <laughs> if you <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Isn't it cocoa cups? Co- <laughs> Roll the intro. <laughs> it's Coco Pops. I did say Coco Pops. Hey, what's up, guys? You are listening to the Blonde Summit podcast. I'm Rosie. I'm here with Vicky. What's up, Nin? What's up, guys? Aloha, buongiorno. How you do it? He uh, bombed it earlier. Today, <laughs> today, guys, it's our tenth episode. Can you believe it? We've literally been talking for ten hours, <laughs> and Jesus it's out Christ. there. We've been sitting here just talking for ten hours, and we've let other people hear it. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It's good though. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening. We're very proud of ourselves and we hope you enjoy the podcast so far. Coming up today, we have worst date stories that people have wrote into us. Oh my god. They're they're good. They're interesting. They're scandalous. If you too want to write in any worst date stories, you can email us. We are at blondesummitpodcast at hotmail.com or you can message us or DM us. We are Instagram and Twitter at blondesummit. I think maybe we'll do a little post yeah. maybe during the week and do a little you know comment or dm us like we'll actually post about it to ask people to write in next time on instagram mm-hmm. we're also going to be talking about love island today can't wait three more sleeps three more sleeps we had a big love island episode last week you introduced me vicky yeah. to love island we're She's, getting very excited she knows the lingo now i know most of the lingo i think i will be able to translate the episode and understand what's going on <laughs> But yeah, then they've released the cast lineup. Still has not aired yet. So we did take a look at some people. Mm, Very interesting. We have some more opinions. Coming up then in our celebrity news, it finally happened. The free Britney, Britney Spears. She made her first public court appearance where she actually publicly speaks out and says that she wants to end her conservatorship. So we're going to be talking about that. And then also because our dating segment last week went on so long, we didn't get to talk about the Kardashian reunion, but I've made a little breakdown, a little you. list of some of the juicy things they, they teased or kind of talked about during the episode. Yeah. Amazing. I can't wait. Me too. You ready? I'm ready for some worst dates. Well, actually Vicky, yeah, go I want to say, what do we think? What's a good date? Like, if you just quickly sum up, mm-hmm. if you're like, okay, I have like a first date with someone, or you're just seeing someone for, you know, first couple of dates, what is a good date? Like, if you can quickly go like, this is all I want, what would you say? Okay, a good date for me, I would say, I would want to feel comfortable, because I hate dates. And 
I've always feel a little bit anxious, the first impressions, blah, blah, blah. So I'd want to feel comfortable and I want to be laughing loads. Um, a little bit of flirtation, but not too much because I don't want to feel that they're coming into my space mm. so much. I mean, it's never, it's never good for someone to be so forward like that. Like when you just meet them, that's like a little weird. Like too much flirting, too touchy-feely. You know what? It's funny though because uh, my first date with my guy that I've been seeing now, I'd say, although I kind of felt comfortable, yeah, obviously we were kind of meeting. And I've known of him for many years, mm-hmm. but I met obviously when we went on our so called date, should I say. We only went for like a drive because nothing was really opened. His hands were everywhere. Mm. I know he doesn't. He denies it now, but well, we feel know like... what happened. And at the time, I, I had a few glasses of rosé beforehand, yeah. um, so I was a little bit loose, shall we say? And um, yeah, I did feel it was a little bit forward at the time, but I didn't mind because I fancied him, so I liked him. And but also, you kind of you were talking for like two weeks beforehand as well. Oh, so yeah. you really built up like some good laughs, some good chats. So you kind of. You know, that was almost, you kind of got any awkwardness, like, what do we talk about out of the way? Oh my God, that is a massive thing, by the way, mm-hmm. on a date. Oh, I would hate to sit there in silence and just, I haven't got anything to like talk about. I'd say I'm quite a bubbly person. I could probably talk about shit. As you yeah. can all tell, I'm yeah. doing a freaking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but... At the end of the day, you've got to feel comfortable. And I want my guy to make me laugh all the time. So if you've got that, then you're onto a winner. The rest of it, like going out for a dinner or going to a proper posh restaurant and all of that, that is not on my top of the list necessarily for a first date. Some people are out there. They want to be treated um, super nice and yeah. go all out. But it's not for me. What about you? Um, so any, so dates, yeah, first dates, I definitely think I would want to know the person. So kind of similar to you, what you did, like definitely chat message a lot first, Mm -hmm. especially if I didn't know the person beforehand. Um, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just want to be comfortable because I'm sure everyone is nervous and yeah, I just wouldn't want it to be too awkward. No awkward silences. Oh my God. I I couldn't imagine just sitting in a restaurant and like no one said anything for like a minute. Oh, that must be so. And you're waiting for your food and it's like, oh my God. Like that date that I had, I don't know if you remember, I did speak about it a few episodes ago. That was my worst date. The chicken? No, not the chicken. The chicken was all right. It was that time with the, I picked up the guy and he got in the car and I was like, no. Straight away, I was like, no, you're like a wet lettuce, you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then we went, obviously, for a drink. And uh, I literally just ordered dinner because I thought, oh, I might as well have dinner. I've got nothing at home. Um, so yeah, we just had some food, but I had I had no interest in telling him. I just couldn't be bothered to speak, so I just kept asking him questions and questions and questions, oh, just yeah, so he could like talk to me instead of me talking to him. Because I honestly could not care less. Like. Not in a bad way, but I just knew, like, the physical attraction was not there from the moment he stepped in my car. And then, oh, just like, oh, personality-wise, yeah, it was just meh. So then I guess it's good to, before you go out on dates, I mean, you could go on a blind date. Some people don't mind that. 
But um, yeah, I guess just try and chat as much beforehand and that gets rid of the awkwardness. Yeah, I guess so. But you know what? Some people, they... Some people, they love meeting new people. Some people want to meet within a week because they're like, right, I'm not going to waste my time talking to you. Yeah. I want to meet you. I want to see if there's something there. If there's nothing there, on to the next. Yeah. I'm not like that, you see. I like to really get to know someone's personality. And if we, I feel like you've got to have that initial chat. But, um, yeah. Right. So I've had, um, some of the girls write in shall I say about some worst stories we've had Emma she's come up with two worst dates and she actually was dating a guy who he lied about everything and when I say about everything he lied about his name he lied about his age he lied about his job and he also lied about where he was living so he made himself be like Someone that who he actually made himself be someone who's like got his own business, Jeez. who's very rich, um, kind of like a con artist. Yeah, he was saying to her stuff like, "Oh yeah, I can't tell you, um, I can't reveal you my actual true name because I don't want you digging into my life." I I requested from Google to take away anything that's uh, linked to my name, so she was under the Wait, impression that she believed that. Uh, he was very believable let's just say to begin with but then okay. obviously as as the time went on you know more questions she would ask more questions and then he got backed into a corner and then the truth kind of like came out hmm. so that was horrendous i don't understand why people out there cannot be the true the true self people like you or people won't you know what i mean and it is what it is so just be yourself and own it Stop pretending like trying to be someone that you're not. You either got money or you haven't. Yeah. Or you're either funny or you're not. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, for some imagine, people. Imagine trying there. to fake being a funny person. You have loads of jokes like <laughs> written on your sleeves and stuff. <laughs> but I feel like people should just. On the authenticity. No. Off the. What's the word I'm trying to say? Be authentic. Authentic, yeah. That's like an honest, that's such a sexy thing. Do you know what I mean? I think just being confident in being you. Yeah, that's absolutely. sexy. I think so. Yeah. So um, she did have, she did have another one. She actually, um, basically she went on a date. When she arrived there, he didn't look anything like his pictures. And then she sprang it on her that he had booked a table for dinner. So she felt like she had to go. So she just thought, she was under the impression she was just going to meet him for like a drink because you can just dash out after one drink. just quickly down it and go. (laughs) But then she had to sit there and actually have like food. She said that she ate the food. Then she went to the toilet. She said, I'm going to go to the toilet. And then she done a runner. (gasps) Dine and dash. Oh my God, I can't believe she ate the food. I mean, she could have excused her. She could have done that. Like, straight away, been like, oh, okay, I'll just, before I order, I just want to go to the bathroom real quick, let me powder my nose. But I like that she stayed for the meal and then left after she ate everything. She just said that she just didn't want the awkwardness at the end. So she just, she just thought, fuck it, I might She's as well like, just walk I'm not, away. I'm not good with goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Then we've got another girl, we've got Kat. Apparently, she went on a date and the guy used an old picture. I presume the dates have obviously been arranged from the dating apps. When he picked her up, apparently he was more morbidly obese. Oh. 
So maybe he used some very, very, very old photos of himself. Very, very, very old. Did um, the difference in appearance um, come up at all in their conversation? Oh, no, that was a good question. I should have asked that. But then apparently they went for a meal. She said Mm -hmm. she skipped. She didn't even have a main meal. She skipped dessert straight away. (laughs) She was eating dessert while he was eating his main. Oh, that's so awkward. I know. What do you do? Like you're sitting there, you're eating dinner and you just think one half of my dessert (laughs) but then um, when he dropped her off home two minutes later he asked her for a dirty picture (gasps) I know obviously she didn't do it oh my Um, god and then apparently he blocked her straight away after she said that she was going on holiday the week after so she wasn't able to see him was she going on holiday Mm, who knows who knows who knows I reckon Kat had a good one under her sleeve that one so yeah that's quite funny Oh, and she did have a second one, actually. Mm. She mentioned that she went on a date, and on the way, he picked her up, and on the way, they uh, done a drug stop, so they <laughs> stopped to pick up some Stock drugs. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, for all the lads out there, and ladies, maybe it's not the best idea to do a drug stop on your first date. I guess, I mean, we were talking about what makes a good date. Um, I guess just keep it simple. Just go for drinks, just go for dinner, no need to stop for drugs on the way. I honestly think it doesn't matter what you do. And it, you, you could be doing anything. You could be going down the beach, you can go for a walk, you can go, yes, to the pub for a few drinks, you can go out to a lavish, nice restaurant for dinner. But it, the, all of that is just does not matter. It, it matters how you click, how mm-hmm. your two personalities click. If the chat is there, if you're both laughing, yeah, obviously the physical attraction needs to be there. Yeah. But that can also grow with the personality. But both people have to put in effort. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, like girls don't expect the guy to do everything and guys also just don't expect the girl to do everything. Yeah, like no one wants to feel like they're necessarily chasing. That I love that about my guy because... He did put a lot of effort and mm-hmm. would I say he grafted? Yeah, he did graft, but I'll probably say I matched him as well. Like I I did put, you know, quite a lot of effort back. Like I really did like him and still do like yeah. him. Well, I think it's good when you see the other person making an effort to like speak to you and chat to you and not play kind of games. It is, that's great. That's much more attractive. That's better. I'll never forget, on the second, I think it was the second day, um, I invited him over for dinner. Because again, it was COVID time, so we couldn't go out. And oh my God, I don't think I've ever felt so nervous in my life. Because of your cooking? (laughs) (laughs) Partially. uh, Soup and cereal? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is a challenge. If you answer correctly, we can move to the next stage. Uh, No, no, no. Uh, well, do you know what? I'm not the best cook. I can cook a meal, for God's sake. I did, I made some chicken, I think. It was chicken wrapped in like palm ham, asparagus, and maybe sweet potato, like fries. It was really nice. Um, but oh my God, when he walked through the door, I was like, mm. I was like, oh my God, I just, you know, when you just don't know where to look, you just, I started getting a bit sweaty. That's when you know, you're like, oh my God, yeah, I really like you. Yeah. But I think it's also, it's nervous to bring someone kind of to your home and to kind of your little world in life for the first time as well. Like it's awkward seeing them there. 
and then we're like, oh my god, what do they think? What are they going to say? What should we talk about? Yeah, I know, I know. But um, yeah, so far so good. So must have done something right. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it was the chicken. It was the chicken. <laughs> like another another date that I went, one of my first, first dates. The guy was lovely, to be fair. And on paper, he mm-hmm. was quite suitable. But Jesus Christ, he did not look like his pictures. When I arrived... Catfish. Uh, like, I just thought, okay, you're not as tall as I thought. Okay, I'm not too fast about the height. But then I just, something just did not sit right. It was just, his mouth was just moving to the side and he was just like a bit weird when he was talking to me. But this was another situation when we used to speak on the phone all the time. And after the date, he obviously asked me to go on another date. And I... Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. And um, yeah, I did say to him, I was like, I'm really sorry, but... I'm in love with your voice, but not you. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say, I'm in love with your voice, but not your face. Well, yeah. I mean, you kind of basically said that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Vicky. I know. He was so nice. I can't, yeah. Then, do you know what? I got my friend actually to send that message because I just felt too guilty to do it. So my friend was like, right, okay, enough is enough. Pass me your phone. I'll just do it for you. And she's really good. She writes, she wrote a very nice message. I didn't want to be horrible because he was lovely. And then he rung me literally straight after and he was like, wanted to talk to me about it and he was very understanding and he was like I kind of like said that at the time my head wasn't in the right place so I didn't feel it was right to kind of you know move forward with it and I didn't feel like it was fair so he was like okay yeah fair enough blah 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 and then a week later he messaged me and I was like oh my god not again I was like okay whatever like let's be nice so I replied obviously being nice and then he done it again the week after and I was thinking right you're not getting the message in the end oh my god I feel terrible in the end I had to block him because I know and this is the thing like you end up doing stuff like that's mean but I just couldn't have him message me all the time and me rejecting him all the time because that's not fair well it's not like after you went out you just blocked him and he never heard from you again. You tried to tell him. And I was really nice. And I was Well, really your friend was really nice. <laughs> yeah. And I was really sweet about it. And, you know, I kind of just like... I feel like you're either attracted, attracted to someone or you're not. You know what I mean? Like my guy that I'm seeing now, as soon as I got in his car, I was like, oh, 100%. Like, yeah. I fancy you. End of. Mm-hmm. Like, I just knew. There was no, no doubt in that. So... Yeah, so that's why how it's worked really nicely, yeah. I guess. But yeah, it's a difficult one. Dates, dates, it's just difficult. So I'd rather, I'm not about blind dates at all. I'm all about getting to know someone and just, you know. I mean, could you meet someone in a bar on a night out and that could be classified as a, you're out with your friends, he's out with his friends, you meet on a night out, night out, night out, <laughs> sound <I'm> very chubby, <laughs> night out. Uh, you know, on a night out, and then yeah, people could meet like that, but that's not a blind date necessarily. It's, but yeah, because blind date is definitely like set up like you don't know who you're gonna see. I think usually you're not even meant to 
see people's photos, but usually now people are like, let me see a photo. Oh, yeah, 100%. If there's yeah. no photo, then I'll, I'm, no we don't chan- want to know. No photo, no, no chance. No chance. No, no, no. We don't waste our time like that. I've had a bad day. Darren? Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, it, it wasn't really necessarily like his fault or anything. So we were young, I think. Yeah, so we were 17, 18, and we hadn't told our parents that we were going out yet. We were just waiting a while. I think it was like December, January. We met up in a shopping center, and then we decided that we'd go see a film. There wasn't much on, just to hang out, just to do something. I think we saw Happy Feet 2. Cute. Cute. was very cute. I liked it. I don't think I like watching like kids' movies, Disney films every now and then. Mm-hmm. Darren's not a big fan, but he was like, whatever if i can sit beside a girl a pretty girl then he doesn't mind yeah <laughs> so then we went in things were going fine i think he must have told like his parents because he got a lift in and maybe i got i got the bus or whatever he must have told whoever he was with i think his mom or parents so whoever dropped him off he said he was meeting a friend mm-hmm. a guy friend he gave like a specific name of who he's meeting they're like okay yeah whatever that's fine okay during the movie he gets a call from his mom and she's like I'm in the shopping center. I need you to come and try on some jeans that I'm getting for you. Can you come now? And it's like, shit, what does he do? So unfortunately, he had to leave me in the movie theater. And I was by myself for the last 30 minutes. That's horrendous. Like, he should have not left. I know. I wish he could Like, you in the... Oh, but wait, wait. He didn't say he was going to the movies, did he? No. See, he didn't say. He just said he was, like, with his friend. Right. So what he should have done was tell his mom, like, oh, like, me and, like, the friend actually went to see a movie. Yeah, yeah. finished in like 30 40 minutes and then i can like meet you or whatever mm. but no we didn't i know i think we were just so young we were just scared of being caught we were like oh my god we can't tell our parents yet not yet it's not time um but yeah i was left for 30 minutes but it wasn't too bad like he didn't obviously he told me he was leaving mm. and say goodbye yeah. and gave me a kiss he didn't just say oh my god i gotta take this phone call and then he never came back it wasn't like that but yeah, yeah it was a bit awkward but did you text him the ending um I, I said the feet were happy in the end <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i don't think he asked god i'll tell you what though i have had one of the best dates Aww. recently yeah and again this is the same guy he took me out to the ivy and we went to the ivy in brighton and so beautiful inside there Aww. i was able to dress up and put my glam on and i felt good and oh yeah it was lovely it was really really nice the food was amazing i got a little bit drunk and um yeah it was really really nice mm, so that's nice. one of my top on the list top of the list for now for now for now let's see if you can beat it do they go on dates in love island yeah, they do. What yeah, do they yeah. do? What do they do? They normally, the crew there sets them up like a little dinner or they do like a little dancing lesson or they could go out on a boat. Ooh. They have lots of picnics. That's so cute. Do you think people actually fall for each other and become a couple or do you think it's more because they know it's a show and because it's been going for a few seasons now? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's like, well, you know, you like the person, but you just do the whole couple date thing for the show? I think in Love Island, it's more like physical attraction. Mm-hmm. They've like, they go in with that, and then they start getting to know each other's personality. Yeah. And then they just take it on from there, really. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think, I don't honestly think that they go in there with the mindset that they want to win the show and the cash prize at the end. That's, I don't know if I'm being naive, but 
Well, hopefully, like I like to think that if I ever did some kind of reality show, I would go in for fun. Yeah. And then if I won, that would just be like a great bonus. Yeah, I guess I would so. either. I would only want to do a show if I really like the show and I wanted to have fun. And then if I got paid, if I won, like great, whatever. Or if I wasn't too sure about the show, I'd want to be paid no matter what. And then maybe I could win as well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Money, money, money. Okay. Well, obviously we've seen their um, cast. We've seen um, the cast. It's on the Love Island Instagram. Yeah. Who's your fave? Um... You I liked, think, was his name Brad? Yeah, yeah, I like Brad. He was very, very cute. Yeah, and do you know what? He comes across like a fuckboy, but when yeah. he was talking, he was saying that he's actually completely the opposite. But maybe that's the evolved fuckboy these days. No, where they say, oh, can't be. Okay, yeah. we'll see, we'll see, we'll watch yeah, and we'll see. Yeah, we will see. watch and see. But, um, yeah, I, you just don't, I, I like that about him. I think that's quite cute. It was cute. Yeah, he's very cute looking. And then I liked Hugo, the teacher, because yeah. he seemed quite, he just kind of seemed normal and then cute and funny as well. Yeah. So I like people who are just like. And we liked two of the girls as well, didn't we? I liked Chloe. At first, she seems very kind of like, I'm going to put a stereotype, like blonde, bimboy, mm-hmm. ditzy girl. But at the same time. Boobs. I, boobs, obviously. But there was something about her that kind of seemed real as well. Like, I think mm-hmm. she is just, if that's who she is, like that's it she shows her real self she isn't fake that's the one thing i don't like i don't like fake people i hate it yeah as long as you're your real self whatever yeah it's going to be an interesting one it's funny that they're all like 24 25 and they're just out there looking for the one yeah a lot of them um a lot of them have quite good jobs as well yeah they've got decent jobs i'd say yeah so it's kind of like remember we were talking last week about the bachelor yeah you get single people who are quite good like contenders yep yeah yeah it just baffles me because i just feel like they are literally like 10 years younger than me yeah and they're out there searching for the one and i i mean okay like i'm not saying they shouldn't of course they should but i don't know i feel like it's a bit too young to be searching for the one yeah i guess so it does sound quite young to say that but mm. I suppose in a relationship, I guess, yeah, that's just saying I want to be in a long-term relationship. Yeah, that's exactly what they're saying. I want to settle down, have children, get married, do you know what I mean? I want to know in terms of relationships, so what do you think? So for me, I'm quite happy if me and Darren, whether it was like, you know, a year from now, a few years, whatever, if we were to break up, hopefully if we ever did, it would be like amicable, we'd still be you know, we wouldn't hate each other or anything. Yeah. But I would still think, well, I got a great good few years, unless it ended horribly because like one one person cheated or whatever. But I would say, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a great like 10 years in that relationship. I don't regret it. I don't see if basically I think my relationship now, I'm enjoying my time. I love it. I love my boyfriend. And if we're together for the rest of our lives, that sounds great. But if not, obviously that's unfortunate. I would hate for us to break up. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would still appreciate all that time because some people, they think that, you know, if you're together with someone for a few years and then you break up for whatever reason, they're like, oh, that's such a waste of time. And I don't think that. I kind of think that in a way. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit different to you because when I'm in a relationship, I'm 110%. Yeah. So I'd literally give her my all. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I wear my heart on my sleeve. 
So, but also you, I'm not too sure if I want to have kids. You definitely do want to have kids. Yeah. So you're probably obviously thinking long-term. Yeah, hundred percent. I still think if I had kids and then, yeah, unless it was like really horrible in the end, if I broke up or something, I just, yeah, I just wouldn't regret it. I wouldn't think of it as a waste of time. I just feel like, yes, we had some nice memories, but I think every time I've gone into a relationship, I just feel like I wanted to, I I don't know if this is like me watching like too many fairy movies or whatever or whatever, but I wanted to be my fairy. Fairy tale ending. Yeah. Is that bad? You want your prince charming. Yeah, I do. Why? Like, of course. Like, why? Everybody wants that. It's not like yeah. I'm asking for something ridiculous out there. But I just feel, I don't know. I just, my parents had a great marriage. And, you know, they loved uh, the, each other very dearly. And that's exactly what I want. Yeah. And I want to, you know, when I was looking up to them as my parents they never argued in front of me they always used to do stuff you could just tell like they were so like they did love each other very much so that's what I'm looking for really yeah I love your parents story it's like so romantic yeah I do have to ask you though do you think the guy you're seeing now is your prince charming (laughs) um you really put him on the spot here I know I have to ask um, who knows, Rosie? He needs to graft a little bit harder, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's finally happened. Brittany finally addressed the judge and court about her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. She made her appearance on Wednesday, the 23rd of June, and spoke out against her conservatorship. I just want to really quickly read a definition of what a conservatorship is, because I just think it's very confusing, because most people have never heard of it. It says, under U.S. law, conservatorship is the appointment of a guardian or a protector by a judge mm-hmm. to manage the financial affairs and or daily life of another person due to old age or physical or mental limitations. So Britney Spears has been in this conservatorship for 12 to 13 years now. Her father, Jamie, is in charge of pretty much a lot of managing her finances mm-hmm. and just her daily life, her well-being. So when she goes to the doctor, just all of her appointments, her work schedule, basically anything to do with Britney, he knows, he's involved with. There was one other lawyer as well who's in charge of the conservatorship that was working with Jamie, but just in recent years... Apparently, and it's in the framing Britney Spears documentary that we watched as well a few weeks ago. He actually pulled out and retired, or at least stopped working with them in in the Britney Spears conservatorship specifically, because he, well, first he was actually asking for more money. Mm -hmm. But then, because there started to be lots of questions from fans, like, what is this conservatorship? She's still in it now. Britney isn't old. Like, look at her performing. Look at her making all this money. And she still has to be under this conservatorship it's not fair so that lawyer dropped out and now the lawyer is called jody montgomery and recently britney spears has now spoken out against her father and she says that he doesn't have her best interest at heart and she also feels like this lawyer jody montgomery is becoming similar to her father and pushing her too much as well i just feel like after i listened to it um she sounded okay she sounded like a normal person. Normal, yeah. She wasn't like slurring her words or yep. she wasn't too confused. She or, spoke for 22 minutes. Yeah. And I just feel like it's, I felt a little bit sad um, in what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it is Britney. Everybody knows Britney Spears. It's very sad to to listen to someone who is so famous. God knows how much money she's got in that bank. And she literally can't live her life as free as she wants it. She doesn't have access to any of that money. But even... She can't leave her house. She can't drive anywhere. Do you know what? There's nothing more frustrating for someone to be labelling you that you're not mentally okay. Honestly, I feel like that is the worst. Forget about the money. But for her actual family to keep pushing and saying, oh, yeah, she's mentally not all right. Hence why we need to be in control of her life and this and the other. It's just ridiculous. Like, again, Mm -hmm. I see that as a bit of a waste of 13 years, not being able to live your life. Definitely, yeah. And she apparently she wants to get married again and she wants more children and she can't even do that. So who are they to say how she wants to live her life? Do you know what I mean? So that winds me up a bit. Um, Hopefully she's going to get the result that she's after. And um, yeah, free Britney. But yeah, I do have kind of a rundown because well, what was shocking to me was I've been a fan of her for years since I was really little. And then she has just never, ever spoken about this. Yeah. And to hear her come out and talk about how traumatized, she says the conservatorship has been worse for her. It's not helping her get better. So on Wednesday, the 23rd, they had an open court. It was an open courtroom, meaning that the public and any media could get the information. Mm-hmm. They could also listen in. So she spoke about her mistreatment and what she wants going forward. I have a quote from Brittany. I have a few of them, actually. So she says, after I've told the whole world, I'm okay, it's a lie. I'm not happy and I can't sleep. I'm depressed. I cry every day. It's my wish and dream for all of this to end. I want my life back. And also she mentioned that she didn't know she could petition the conservatorship to end as well. She says she feels demoralized. Um, she said she's never spoke up before because she just didn't think anyone would, would believe her. She even said, like, she thought, oh, people would say, oh, what? No way. You're lying. You're Britney Spears. You have everything. I don't believe her. And she believes the conservatorship is abusive as well. Can I just say something I found really interesting that she said and quite funny? She was just saying, isn't it funny how I have people telling me what to do, but yet I pay them? Yeah, she says that. That's disgusting. It's it's horrible, yeah. Right before things kind of really went crazy, it was about maybe one, two years ago, and this was kind of right when Britney Spears went missing for a while. And that's when people started questioning, where is she? Is she okay? Why are they restricting her? Why can't she leave anywhere? Why does she have to go around with people all the time? So... Britney Spears, during this speech in the courtroom, she explains that she had her Vegas residency for a good few years. It was amazing, really successful show in Vegas. Straight after that, she went on a worldwide tour. And then straight after that, she started rehearsals for another Vegas residency. She wanted a break. She was told, no, this is how it's going to go. This is the schedule. You have to do it. The rehearsals were too much for her. She was too tired. Mm-hmm. She says that apparently someone told her, no, you don't have to do if you don't want to. And she was like, okay, great, great. I just, I just need a break for a while. A few days later, she goes to her therapist who she has to see every week. She has to see a few different doctors and therapists. She doesn't get a choice on who they are and she has to go or the, otherwise her father will go about to her, say, well, then you won't get like your spending money for the week. You won't be able to see your kids, blah, blah, blah. 
Her therapist says, I've received so many calls from your team saying that you're not cooperating in rehearsals, you don't want to work, and also that she hadn't been taking her medication. She says that's a complete lie, that she didn't even take her medication in front of anyone at work at any kind of rehearsal, and that she takes it in the morning. The therapist doesn't believe her. He puts her on lithium, which is for if like you're mentally, like really mentally unstable, that's for people who are really bipolar. She says, quote, you can go mentally impaired if you stay on it longer than five months. I felt drunk. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad about anything. Yeah, she says that she was put on it against her will. Then she was told by her father, and she actually says that her father loves to hold everything against her. He loves to see her upset because, and he likes to have that control over her. She says, I'm a powerful person. I'm really good at what I do. And I worked, I've worked hard since I was 17 years old and he loves having power over me. And she said that he explained to her after this that she was going to go to a small Beverly Hills treatment facility, some house, and she had six nurses with her day in, day out. Mm -hmm. They would watch her get changed all the time. She was never, ever alone. And for hours a day, 10 hours a day, she said she had to work. She didn't specifically go in and say what she was doing. I don't know if she was working on like treatment or what they had her doing, Mm -hmm. but she said her dad, when her dad was explaining to her that, nope, sorry, you have to do this. You're going to go to this place now. Oh, and also it's going to cost you 60 grand a month. So she has people telling her what to do. And then, like we said earlier, she has to pay those people. Yeah, And she doesn't have any freedom as well. She says that she wants to sue her family for what they've done to her. Don't blame her, do you? She says she wants to sue them. No, she really, really hates her father. And she said that she 100,000% believes that he loves to have power over her. And she also, which I thought was really great, mentioned that she basically said he wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for me. He has a role because of me. Yeah, there you go. He wouldn't be doing what I was doing if he wasn't attached to my name. Um, so yeah, she says that her family's allowed to do interviews. They lie, but, and she can't speak. She gets in trouble. She's not allowed to say anything. There's consequences if she talks out about it. It's money, isn't it? It's, it's all money. of this it's is all yeah. about money and I absolutely hate it. I love money, obviously, who doesn't? But what it does to people, it just changes, like, it changes people it of really how they does. think. It really does. And she has a lot of money. So. It's just funny, isn't it? What money can actually do can ruin good things sometimes. It does, yeah. Brittany's request is that she wants the conservatorship to end and she also doesn't want to have to be evaluated. She said that she's done enough. She's done enough therapy, therapist evaluation. She said that she wants to reduce her therapy to one therapist once a week because she says, I need therapy because of this conservatorship that I've been in the last 12, 13 years. Yeah. She says that... She's done research on conservatorships and that they can end and they don't always have to be evaluated to end. Mm -hmm. The person doesn't have to be evaluated. And she does believe that not only is her conservatorship abusive, but she says that there's thousands of others that are as well. Most of the time, the only time you're evaluated is when a family member raises concerns. And she said she's not going to be surprised if a family member raises their hand and says, oh, well, I just want to help her. You know, I want to raise a concern. Maybe she should be evaluated because she says her family has lived off her money for years, for the last decade. Yeah, but I just don't understand why can't someone sit there and actually investigate this properly. I think there's a lot of money going around. There's a lot of people being involved. And, um, yeah, if people are going to pay up, they're going to, yeah, they're going to, of course, sign a paper 
piece of paper and say, yeah, she's not mentally ill because they're going to be probably shoving a couple grand underneath the table. Do you know what I mean? They probably get a paycheck yeah, every month course. just by saying, yeah, the conservatorship needs to continue for a little bit longer. Do you know what? There's an actual film <clears throat> on Netflix or I think it's on Netflix that I watched not that long ago. And it's called, I think, Because I Care. Oh, I yes, care. yes, it was on, I think, Amazon, and it was Rosamund Pike. She's a really, really good actress. Yeah, yeah she was in Gone Girl with Ben Affleck, amazing film. So um, it was all about this. Conservatorship, yeah. Yeah, but they were doing it to um, old people. Yes. So they would put them into a home, and then they had no say, and then all the valuables, all the houses and properties, any assets they had, they would just basically sell and make money out of it. So it does happen. Yeah, it does happen. I mean, from day one, something was fishy. If you watch the Framing Britney Spears documentary, at the very beginning, Britney Spears hired an amazing lawyer. And she met with that lawyer. And the lawyer spoke out in the documentary. He isn't a lawyer anymore. And he said, yep, Britney hired me. I spoke with her on several occasions. She seemed absolutely fine to me. She knew that a conservatorship would have to be temporarily put in place. And she understood all of that. But then I was told, I think they went to court and a judge told her lawyer, Britney Spears, she's been evaluated. He couldn't see any of the results, anything of what any doctors, therapists, evaluators, whatever anyone said. And he was told that because she basically she wasn't mentally capable of hiring her own attorney so that he would have to go and that the court would hire an attorney attorney for her. So she couldn't even have a good attorney. She got one given to given well, to her. Listen, I'm not surprised. At the end of the day, we can see what's going on here. Just let the woman live her life, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, enough money has gone around. I mean, to be honest, I know people are worried. They don't want her to spend all of her money and her finances. Who cares? You know, at this point, if you really, really think about it, if she wants to blow all her money, who cares? It's her money. She worked hard for it. If she wants to, like, yeah, as you said, spend it all, good for her. Big shopping trip. Please invite me. Then finally, to finish things off, Justin Timberlake spoke out in support of Britney. Mm -hmm. He tweeted, after what we saw today, we should all be supporting Britney at this time. Regardless of our past, good and bad, and no matter how long ago it was, what's happening to her is just not right. No woman should ever be restricted from making decisions about her own body. No one should ever be held against their will or even have to ask permission to access everything they've worked so hard for. Jess and I, so Jessica Beale, cute couple. Mm-hmm. Jess and I send our love and our absolute support to Brittany during this time. We hope the courts and her family make this right and let her live however she wants to live. Way to go, JT. Yeah. He's winning us back. Aww. We'll forgive you for Crimea River. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best breakup song in the world, but anyway. Moving on to the Kartrashian news. Oh, I love that. All right, Vicky, I'm just going to run down a few little rumors they address in their reunion special. Nothing too big. Mm-hmm. Go on. So they had a two-part special to kind of end their series. They're making the whole, their last season really soppy. I've said before, they have another show coming up. It's not the end of the Kardashians, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So Andy Cohen, he also hosts Watch What Happens Live. He's known for being really involved in all the Beverly Hills. Love and the, him. Sorry, the housewives and everything. He's great. He's very funny. So he kind of asked all the risky questions that everyone wants to know. Yep. Khloe Kardashian admits to plastic surgery. Oh. She admits to getting a nose job and two fillers and trying Botox. Mm. I think everyone knew. 
Um, yeah, she did talk a bit about her insecurities and everything, but again, my issue is, yeah, just them lying about all of that for years and just saying, no, I haven't had anything done. Oh, and also she claimed, she says that no one's asked me, no one in interviews asked me. It's like, yeah, probably because they're not allowed to ask you in the interview. Yeah, probably. And there's so many comments and she has commented back saying that she hasn't had any work done. And I don't know if you know, a couple of years ago, she had, I think, a show, Cocktails with Chloe. Mm-hmm. And she had one of those surgeons. Oh, it's one of the guys that are on like botched. Yep, yeah. One of those surgeons. And they're talking about surgery. And she was like, oh, I had work done. It really messed up my face. And he was like, oh, that might have been fillers. And she kept saying she didn't know what she had done. She's like, oh, I don't know. It was Botox or fillers. I don't know. But then it turned out he was like, oh, no, what you would have had done, that would have been Botox. So you can't reverse Botox. But anyway, just the way she was saying it, it really made it seem like, wait, so if this was, she also said it was her first time getting anything done. If it was your first time, how did you not know what you were getting done? Oh, it's so to bullshit. me, she was that day when it was a time where her sisters laughed at her because her face got kind of fucked up and it made her smile weird mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. Basically, yeah, she's saying it was her first time. It clearly wasn't because you must have just been getting a few touch-ups, a mixture of everything, and whoopsie, a little mistake happened, maybe hit a nerve weird, and she had a really unfortunate smile for a while. But anyway... Her other surgeon fixed that. She talks about the Tristan breakup. Oh, they've broken up, I guess. Oh, no. They said They said that maybe they were getting back together. She wants True, her daughter, to have a sibling, and she would like her siblings to have the same father. Yeah. Which I understand. She's talking about surrogacy as well, so they're probably going to flip-flop with that in the new season. Um, yeah, what do you think about their relationship? I mean, to be honest... He cheated on her in a way, didn't he? With, I don't um, believe they were ever serious. I think she just kind of plants stories to make it seem like they are. But clearly he's not, because nearly every week it's like, he was seen leaving the club with like four women. I just feel like he's just done the dirt on her. Probably. Either way, whether it's real or not, he's obviously not ready to settle down. Clearly not. What's wrong with him? Kim kind of opened up about her divorce from Kanye... Um, oh, they, still, they still really care for each other, but she didn't want to give any specific reason mm-hmm. of why she's going through with the divorce. She opened up, remember I said that she was dating, or there was rumors that she was dating Van Jones. Yeah. He's a, I think, political and media entertainment commentary guy. Yeah, not true. Just rumors. But they they know each other. And he messaged and he was saying, oh, there's so many girls, you know, popping into my DMs ever since word got out that I could be dating Kim Kardashian. So there you go. It, it's helped him. Kylie talked a bit about Tyga, Travis and her teen pregnancy. Not too much rumors spilled on the guy she was seeing. She did say that, you know, when asked why Travis was never really on the show, I think just privacy, again, the pregnancy, she just wanted that time to herself. It was very dangerous. Remember when Kim was first pregnant and the yep, paparazzi yep. was absolutely crazy outside her house everywhere all the time. It was very dangerous. Kylie, they just wanted that privacy. She was very young. I mean, I think she said she was a teenager. I'm pretty sure she was like 20 though. She was pregnant, 2021. Yeah, I can't remember, but I know she was very young. Kim says that she regrets her sex tape. That's probably the one thing that she regrets. And it's mainly because she has kids now. Yeah, but that's made her famous. No? That's that's the story they go with is, yeah, there was the sex tape. And then they had the reality show. But realistically, her and her mom were like grinding for years, trying to get her famous, trying to associate themselves with other famous celebrities, trying to get on any TV shows. They were constantly writing in to loads of tabloids saying, oh, can you show Kim's picture? Can you feature Kim this week? 
Well, they've yeah. made it, that's for they've, sure. They've made it, but... <laughs> they've made it big. They, they were trying very, very hard just to get famous by any means, clearly. Scott and Courtney address their relationship. They are good friends and they are getting along great at their co-parenting, but that's all. Scott also addressed, he was asked why he dates younger girls. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, he kind of just joked about it and said, I don't know, it's probably just because I'm told I just look young for my age. And he's like, well, that's what these young girls tell me. So a little creepy, but you know, I mean, he's famous. And he's got loads of money. He's famous, so... money. He's associated with the Kardashians and they're very, they're just so social media popular. Yeah, they but have that influence. Second. He's not going for just like a nobody. He's dating famous girls as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I'd say they're definitely getting more from it than he is. What do you mean? Like I would say if they're both social climbing, I'd say they're, they'll get more of a boost if they date him rather than him dating these girls. He's dating Amelia Gray or Amelia yeah. Hamlin right now. I didn't know who she was. You just said, oh, she's um, this other Lisa, Lisa Renna, this um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's her daughter. Where there's Scott Disick, it's like, oh yeah, you know, he's, um, you know, kind of one of the Kardashians. He used to go out with Courtney. They have kids together. He's on social media. He's lots of celebrity friends now. Mm. It's just a different world in La La Land, isn't it? Different world, to be fair. different world. And then finally, the Kardashians were asked, will they stop posting sexy pictures all over oh, online? Oh, really? And what was the answer? They're still going to keep posting all their photos. It gets attention. They're going to keep doing it. Yeah. But they did say that they're always in group chats together and they always say, what about this photo? Will I post this photo? Oh my God. Welcome to the club then, girls. Welcome we to the club. It. So that's, um, I guess they are a bit normal at the end of the day. Yeah, of course. They're only human with shit loads of money. Jesus. <laughs> guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, me and Rosie would like to say thank you for listening. This was our episode number... Number 10. Thank you, yes. guys. Please write in. We're so interested to know your little quirky stories or any questions. Um, we can do it anon- an- oh, can I never say it? anonymously. Anonymously. Yep. Or we can mention your first name. But for now, me and Rosie would like to say, see you next Tuesday. Kai Kai Pops. Kai Kai Pops. Pops, Pops, Pops. What did I say? Coco Cops. <laughs>